This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Open for Business is powered by Bosbole.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury. Welcome to Open for Business, the show that deep dives into the journeys and ventures of entrepreneurs and business leaders. In today's discussion, I'm going to be examining the impact of data quality on large language models, LLMs, like ChatGPT, of course, which is something you are all going to be familiar with right now. Pivotal in industries for trend prediction and content personalization. Now, despite their potential, reliance on these AI models used in various sectors poses concerns about data accuracy and security, particularly as 62% of Malaysians fear AI job replacement, yet 84% are willing to delegate their tasks to AI. Now, our overview with Jeannie Yuan, who is the regional VP for Couchbase for APAC and Japan, is with me on the line. And they are a leader in cloud-based database solutions. We're going to be delving into the importance of high-quality data for LLM accuracy, strategies to mitigate data discrepancies, and the broader implications of AI adoption in workplaces, including future AI-driven advancements. Um, Jeannie, welcome to the show. How are you? Richard, thank you. I'm very, very good. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Now, let's start off a little bit with stuff like data quality and LLM outputs. Now, obviously, junk in, junk out is the kind of phrase that a lot of people will hear. How do you guys over at Couchbase ensure that the quality of data that's being fed into these LLMs is good? And what measures are in place to mitigate the risks of incorrect or misleading AI-generated outputs? Because we hear about things like hallucinations, and we hear about it generating these things are not necessarily accurate. How do you make sure the stuff you get in is clean? Yeah, that's a very interesting question, right? Let's take a step back. Let's look at, you know, what really generative AI is. Let's have a quick definition of that. Mm. Let me give you a little bit of analogy. Mm. Generative AI just feels like a good friend of yours Mm -hmm. is very, very talkative. Everything that's coming out of his mouth makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Now, but at the same time, you're probably okay with having that conversation with that person. Mm. But all of a sudden, if one day if you are sick, mm. what are you going to do? Are you going to see a doctor or are you going to actually talk to your very talkative friend mm. about that for a second? Now, second scenario, if your talkative friend has a PhD degree in medicine or biotechnology, yeah, that's probably a very different conversation, isn't Mm-mm. it? Mm. Yeah, for now, sure. Think about generative AI, it is your talkative friend. When some of the organization is able to give your talkative friend a PhD, a certification of a domain-specific knowledge. Right. Okay? So what does that help? Mm. Right? Is you all in a sudden have higher confidence on what that person is going to tell you. This is true, yes. Right. So keep that in mind. In that context, let's look at the question you just asked in terms of how do we actually help all right, the data that goes in a lot cleaner. So first of all is that we have to actually train your friend, ChatGPT or any LLM model in this mm-hmm. case with domain-specific knowledge and with guardrail. That means that person all in a sudden will get trained on a specific 
domain knowledge. It could be IT, it could be procurement, it could be you name it, all right? Mm. Pharmaceutical. But what that really needs is a set of training data, right? When you look at a set of training data when they come in, and obviously you're trying to actually keep it, make it clean, you're trying to make it timely, you're mm. trying to make it more relevant, right? You're trying to make it accurate. So this is how you actually measure the quality of the data when you actually feed it in. Mm. Normally, if you're looking at the whole data management journey, the complexity comes in, there is too much data. You don't know right. where they get clans, et cetera, et cetera. Now, mm. how Couchbase does help in this case is actually using AI again, right, to trying to make your you know, data management a lot easier, a lot more straightforward so that it can actually help you to figure out, hey, where's the data set? You know, what's the relationship with the data? How can we actually feed it in in a timely manner? Mm. All right. So it's actually using AI to help, you know, building a more, much more cleaner set of data so that when you train that model in this case, you know, this qualification come from a most well-known or certified university in this case. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, let's talk about the impact of data structure then on AI accuracy. So obviously, data structures are very complex yep. in many applications. Anyway, how do you guys, what's your approach to data architecture influence? How does it influence the accuracy of these LLM results, I guess? Yeah, so again, going back to how do I actually use AI to help to do the data management, right? Mm. So as an example, even today, we, well, many people or many developers can go to any LLM model. I use ChatGPT as an example, but not only limited ChatGPT, right? Yeah. To actually help me to understand, to summarize this, to simplify, to tell me top three things, to tell me the relationship between this and that. Couchbase has the same idea that leveraging, you know, the same LLM, but with GotRail and domain-specific knowledge that understands the data structure. So mm. I feel the data structure, then I actually type in and say, hey, instead of me learning a SQL language, which is commonly used in the industry, but an ordinary person is probably a little bit too challenging. But mm. what, if you can just type a, a human understandable question in English mixed with Chinese or Malay in this sense, right? Yeah, yeah. And it still understands it and still come back to you with, you know, certain amounts of information that it actually helped you to crunch from all of those messy structure. Mm. Because Couchbase is like a NoSQL, a JSON document database. Mm. That by itself in its DNA allows you to have a lot more flexible in terms of the schema. Right, so that means you don't need a human brain to actually go and figure out all the dependency, the relationship. Right, you know, simply that allows the machine to actually interpret that a lot. Mm. Mm. So we 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 actually let AI to actually do a lot more works for us. All right, and as as it should do. Exactly. The product, yeah. it's, that's, that's a whole future is moving towards. Yeah. Right. And that's where we are um, hoping to see that helps our developers to assess the data, to develop their application a lot easier. Mm. Okay. 
Just before we take a, a break, Jeannie, you, you kind of mentioned uh, SQL a little bit here. Couchbase IQ and developer experience. You know, this thing called Capella you have, um, Capella IQ, uh, it's your AI-powered coding assistant, I guess, is, is the way to put it. It enhances the developer experience, particularly in writing stuff like SQL++ queries, application-specific code. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Absolutely. So first of all, Capella is literally the same as what you see in Couchbase server, Couchbase product. It's just hosted by Couchbase, mm-hmm. right? You know, people don't really understand Capella. IQ, on the other hand, is our friend ChatGPT4 with GuardRail and right. our main specific Couchbase knowledge into the mix. We train it. We train it and say, this is Couchbase and this is your friend and this is a column. This is what we do in different services. Mm-mm-mm. So it is a certified Couchbase assistant. Got uh, it. Okay. Yeah. So that makes sense. It will just say, hey, can you write me a SQL query? Sure, there are many dialects, there are many syntax in, in SQL that works with like other databases, but in this case, it knows exactly what Couchbase syntax is. So mm-hmm. every time you get a result, you don't mm-hmm. need to second guess, is that going to work? Yes, it will, right? Because we train it. Right, right, then right. You're writing some JavaScript, and obviously, you know that there are certain libraries that you can use, there are certain libraries you can't, all right? So if you go to ChatGPT, Outside, then you'll probably find out there are some that it cannot be used. You have to go and refine it again and again. But when you actually use IQ, it will give you the answer, the first go, and it's accurate. Mm, okay. Uh, let's take a break here, Jeannie. Folks, uh, I'm on the line, of course, with uh, Jeannie Yuan. Uh, he's the regional VP for APAC and Japan of Couchbase, a leader in cloud-based database solutions. You've been listening to Open for Business here on BFM 89.9, the business station. Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by BossBully.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Bulldozing fine measures. BFM 89.9, the business station. Open for Business is powered by BossBully.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome to Open for Business. My name is Rich Bradbury. I'm on the phone with Jeannie Yuan. He's the regional VP for APAC and Japan of Couchbase, a leader in cloud-based database solutions. We're talking about the importance of high-quality data for LLM accuracy, strategies to mitigate data discrepancy, and the broader implications of AI adoption in, in workplaces. I guess then, Jeannie, we kind of spoke a little bit about it, but when we talk about data security in AI interactions. How does Capella and IQ maintain data security and stuff like confidentiality while interaction with LLMs and built-in database features? You talked about these guardrails, and I'm guessing that has something to do with it, but can you expand on it a little bit for me? Absolutely, Richard. So first of all, let's look at how do we protect data as a principle? Mm. Doesn't matter where you go, you protect the data in three dimensions. First is authentication and authorization. Who are you and what do you allow to see? Yeah. Second is around data in transport. When you move in the data, how do you protect it? It's actually by encryption. Mm-hmm. So where you move the data, it needs to be encrypted. 
And then the last element is whenever you store the data, they also need to be encrypted. Now, right. I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty details about encryption algorithm and things like that. That's a different show. Exactly. <laughs> That's a different show. That's probably at 8 p.m. tonight. But <laughs> <laughs> so th- let's look at those three elements of mm. data protection. AI doesn't change the way how we protect it. Mm. All right? AI or LLM, however, does actually add a little bit of complexity into authorization and authentication. Because in this case, the AI, the LLM model is acting on your behalf because that's Mm. your little friend who has helped you to do this and help you to do that. So when we try to authenticate and say, who are you? It's like, I am, you know, a friend of Richard. Yeah. Okay. All right. So how do I know you are the friend of Richard? Mm. Have you got his password? Yeah. Right? Have you got his authorization? Then actually adds a level of complexity mm. to verifying who you are and what you are allowed to see. All right. But it does not change the nature of how we normally protect your data in the IT industry. Your data, when you go across the wild, still need to be encrypted. When it actually sits somewhere, still need to be encrypted. Mm. Now, yeah. in this case, Couchbase as a database is a a data platform that provides compute and storage of your data. Now, when LLM comes into mix, same principle, right? So it actually trying to figure out who you are. It does not actually help you to execute if you do not provide your own credentials into Mm. the mix, Mm. okay? Now, obviously, at the same time, if you're looking at the Couchbase technology, um, the Capella have two main components, or the Couchbase product family have two main components. One is called the server, right, which is the database server. And the other one is called the light version of Couchbase, where you can actually embed in the edge device, all right, which is something very, very interesting. Think about your mobile devices, your IoT devices, your tablet, mm. okay? So how often do you get into a frustrated moment and it's like, oh, network is not so good and the DAO is going around and around and around and wait for a couple of minutes until you um, get an error because I don't have network. Yeah, yeah. Couchbase allows you to operate without network that simply provide the compute and power at the edge so that your application can talk to your database, you know, on the phone, on the devices, right, to support that transactions. Whenever the you know network is restored, Couchbase will actually perform what we call a database to database sync between those two environments. Now, the reason I brought that up is that it helps to enhance your security and yeah. enhance where you store your sensitive data, your PII, right? Personal identifier information. As an example, your PII can sit right in your phone, which is fully encrypted, Mm. okay? Only, for example, the customer ID and with the necessary information will be transferred across the while encrypted in this case. But it is a customer ID as an example. It doesn't need to actually have your full detail, all right, being transferred across. Actually reduce being intercepted and decrypted and actually get exposed. Right. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And it also actually gives you the flexibility to do a multi-tier. As an example, you, you can have a hospital, all right? The hospital actually have the server and then the mobile actually syncing the data into the hospital, 
okay? And then there are certain information will be actually collected by the government or the ministry to do further analysis. Again, only necessary data get pulled across. Pulled across, yeah. Okay. You know, we've spoken about hallucinations. Uh, we've spoken about data complexity. Let's look at the future of AI in your ecosystem. Now, we've seen how AI has just rapidly advanced in the last two years in particular, you know. I mean, I remember speaking about ChatGPT three, maybe four years ago when it was still Baby Electron or something, you know, and now where we are now, it seems crazy just how quickly it's expanded. Now, when technology is moving that fast, of course, everybody is playing catch up in one way or another. Um, And for companies like yours, you've got to be at the bleeding edge of this kind of tech to make sure everything is up to date. Trying to. Yeah, I'll try to be. Yes, yeah. Now, what about the future development of couch-based kind of products? You know, the innovations that you're bringing, because things are moving so quickly. Mm. What do you have planned for the future, and how do you kind of, I guess, attempt to future-proof yourself? Yeah, good one. Um, if you actually looking at the DNA of this product, mm. all right, database, this data platform. From the get-go, we have some very fundamental elements that we gear up for the future, all right? So we didn't actually start our journey like, you know, two years ago. We literally started our journey, arguably, 12 years ago when we started right. the product development. Yeah. i tell you why. Number one, it is a document database. Yeah. Right? JSON document database being one of the very flexible data format that you can store. And then we actually have multiple, you know, disciplines and services make them available. That allows you to scale going up and down. And in this case, when your, you know, your additional capability, in this case, LLM or AI that comes into the mix, you can literally just scale any, just let LLM to decide which part of the business or which part of the data platform you want to scale and you scale right. independently. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And one thing you actually mentioned or we talked about is the accuracy of the data. And part of it, very important, is the speed. Mm. All right. And Couchbase is really well known by its real-time transaction capability. All right. The reason why this is very important is that if you think about decision-making in the past, right, what we call a data-driven or insight-driven you know, decisions, mm. uh, organization, it, it takes so much time. It takes so much time to come to collecting the data, getting to the insight, right? Yeah, yeah. This is how AI changed that for tomorrow. Yeah. Because right now, you can say, hey, here's the document. Tell me the top three things I need to know. Yeah. Next minute, you're out of the door. Yeah. That will actually put a lot more requirement on the real-time transaction and say, I want to make decision now because I can. Yeah. I want yeah. to make decision now on the real-time data. Mm. Beforehand, even you have the real-time data, it still takes you days and months to crunch the data and get to the insight. Yeah. But all in a sudden, that yeah. changed. Yeah. So in this case, I've, I argue that we have some very, very good fundamental foundation elements that we gear up for tomorrow. Mm. Then we actually plug in our little friend, right, <laughs> that we've, um, you know, I give him a certificate of Couchbase, understand how it can be used, right? It should be used with the guardrail and domain-specific knowledge. I really think this 
product will actually help to enable the AI application that will be developed for tomorrow. And we aim to remove all of those friction and bring the value of data, bring the value of customer insight into the organization a lot quicker. And this is where the value adds. Because at the end of the day, if you're talking about all the tech, whether it's LLM or any other technology, before it helps the organization to realize the value, they are cost. Mm. They are all cost to the company. Mm. Mm. So the question remains, how do we actually help the organization to realize the value of data? Right? And AI plays a very important part of it. Now, I want to speak about, as my final question, this challenge between bridging AI and stuff like traditional database features. I guess one of the primary challenges you face in integrating the imprecision of AI-generated results with the precision of traditional database management system features. I believe the biggest challenge is the people's mindset. I tell you why I actually said that's, that's an interesting approach. Come on, let me hear it. Yeah. So if you think about where database come from and, you mm. know, the technology is not new. The technology was built like 60s, 70s, right? It has been around for 50, 60 years. Yeah. And when that technology was built, it was built based on two constraints, compute and storage. And that's yeah. why we actually, you know, build those technology and have a methodology to structure the data, to model the data in such a way. In a certain way, because we had constraints. Correct. Now, those are the methodology that has not changed for the last 60, 70 years, but the technology mm. evolved very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Mind. Now, today, we're actually looking at, you know, data platform like Couchbase that, you know, you have a lot more compute and storage, but what's teaching at school very interesting, myself included, mm. right? When I get to actually get out of school, we actually get taught about the methodology was developed and used 60, 70 years ago mm. with a modern platform, mm. right? So when I was in consulting, when I actually doing going into a lot of organizations to help them to accelerate their data journey, their, you know, insight-driven approach, the biggest challenge I see was that they were not using a better way. When I say better way, the trade-off is different, mm. right? It's like, do you want to spend a little bit more money to save more time? To actually get into a faster you know, value to market, time to market, that's what I argue. When AI, when generative AI, when the next data generation data platform is available to everyone, are we still using the old way of thinking and old way of developing? Do I need to follow the 10 step before right. I can get? Yeah. Why can't we just actually get, you know, the LLM to do a lot more for us and bypass that? And it doesn't need to be accurate from the get-go mm. because it, it helps you to iterate very quickly. Mm. So think mm. of that. Think of that as the foundation of building tomorrow's apps. If I may just leave right. you with that thought. Yeah, that's a great thing to wrap up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeannie, thank you very much for your time today. It's been fascinating. Yeah, you, you are most welcome. And thanks for having me again. 
Absolute pleasure. Folks, I've been speaking with Jeannie Yuan. He's the regional VP for APAC and Japan for Couchbase. They're a leader in cloud-based database solutions uh, who we've delved into the importance of high-quality data for LLM accuracy, strategies uh, to mitigate data discrepancies, and some of the broader implications of AI adoption, of course, uh, in, in the workplace. If you'd missed any part of this show, highly recommend you download the podcast. It's available from the Apple App Store or Google Play. This has been Open for Business here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Are you open for business? Register your company with BossBalay.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.